Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. That in just four months, the first presidential debate will be held. And both parties right now, pretty chaotic, are they not? It's uh, not focused at all. And the Fox News settlement yesterday will influence how the presidential primaries will unfold. And that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So um, we did a... uh, a search um, to find out if any news organization, one, said anything positive about Fox News yesterday. The answer is no. A hundred percent of the news coverage was negative. So I got a letter from uh, Dan Schmidt, who lives in East Hampton, New York. He says, just wondering if this settlement will have any lasting impact on the Republican Party primary or the presidential election of 2024? It's an excellent question, Dan. So the answer is yes, it will, because um, Fox News is going to be distracted. There's another lawsuit coming up, Smartmatic, and I'll get into that. It's not nearly what this is. The Smartmatic lawsuit is much smaller. 
But Newsmax has to go through Dominion, and that's the other conservative channel. Then OANN is there, but that doesn't reach very many people anymore. So anyway, I talked about the impact, the presidential uh, impact of this whole thing with Doug Schoen yesterday. Roll the tape. Yeah, but it's his polarizing point of view that I still think he could adjust to. But without, you know, the Fox News machine behind him, and I don't think most people have taken this into consideration, Trump loses a lot of power. He he does, but his ability to communicate, Bill, using alternative channels of communication has been second to none. I say in my book, Power, that he controls the dialogue every day, whether it be Twitter, Truth Social, whatever. Okay. Now, the management of Fox News does not support Donald Trump for president. However, some of the so-called talent, the hosts, the pundits, still do. And I don't expect them to be silenced. They're not going to do that. However, the amount of time devoted to Trump and his rallies and all of that will be severely cut down. In 2016, Fox News Channel and all the other news agencies on television gave Trump an amazing amount of exposure because he was a ratings driver. He drove the ratings up. I was there. I mean, I saw it right day to day. And then the liberal news agencies, that's 80% of them on television, they started to figure out, uh uh-oh, he might beat Hillary Clinton. So the coverage, which in the beginning was more like, look at this guy, became negative toward Trump. But he was still on all the time. In 20, he wasn't on quite as much. And by then, he was the devil in the media. It was the absolute devil. Okay? So things have changed. Now, with Fox News not behind him, again, the management doesn't want him to be president, um, it throws everything. And DeSantis knows this. The main rival, of course, Governor DeSantis. He knows he's going to get much more favorable treatment on Fox than Trump will. But I don't know, and I analyzed it, I don't know of anybody, Fox talent, that's really behind DeSantis now. There are a few that lean his way, but it's not like it was with Trump, where you had a bunch of people going, Trump's got to have him. Not like that. So anyway, uh, all of this comes into... Um, how Americans are going to get their information about the presidential election. Since Rush Limbaugh's death, talk radio has declined. Conservative talk radio. There is no liberal talk radio. doesn't exist nationally. Maybe locally, but nationally. Tried it. Air America. Unbelievable bomb. Um, Because they're so sanctimonious, that's why. But anyway... Limbaugh was a huge, huge force to drive conservative voters, Republican voters, to the polls. He's gone, and that void is there. Conservative radio still does pretty well. I saw the ratings from March today. Um, And thank you all on WABC uh, listening to us right now. Uh, We do very, very well at 9 o'clock at night. They take the No Spin News and they broadcast it on the Common Sense Band. So anyway, uh, just summing up, 
you are going to go into an election where both parties are chaotic. Biden, I don't think, is going to run. I've told you that from the very beginning. He's, he's the diminishment of Joe Biden is stunning. They're keeping it from the public. The press won't report it anyway. But this time next year, I don't know if that man's even going to be able to get out of the House. I mean, that's how fast he's declining. Um, but they have no one else on the Democratic side. Republican side, it looks like Trump against DeSantis, but it's fractured all over the place. And that's the memo. All right, the Smartmatic thing, just very briefly. It's just a small company uh, based in London. It uh, consolidated in Delaware. That's where most corporations go because they have a low tax rate there. It only has seven employees in Boca Raton, Florida. It only did one thing in the 2020 election, and that was in Los Angeles County. They had Smartmatic machines. Well, L.A. County voted 10 to 1 for Biden, but Smartmatic didn't really have much of a role in that election. Nevertheless, it's suing Fox News and Newsmax and everybody else for billions of dollars in Addition, Lou Dobbs, Maria Bartiromo, Jeanine Pirro, Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, the litany. Now, Smartmatic has an advantage because it can get legally all of the depositions and all of the uh, data the Dominion accumulated that can go to Smartmatic. And if they're smart, they'll take it. OK, so they don't have to do a lot of their homework. They already have it handed to them. However, Fox News filed a counter lawsuit saying this is ridiculous. You've only got seven employees and they're only in one county and you're suing us for billions of dollars. It's crazy. So I don't expect this to, you know, rise to any level of importance, but it's a distraction. And of course, as we went over yesterday, the bigger distraction for Newsmax is Dominion. They got to answer Dominion and Newsmax can't afford to pay any judgment. And put them right out of business. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been delivering on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes. Heroes who put their lives on the line to protect our country and our communities. Heroes like Bristol, Connecticut Police Sergeant Dustin DeMonte. After responding to a domestic violence incident, he sustained fatal gunshot wounds. He left behind his expectant wife and two children. Thanks to the generosity of people like you, Tunnel to Towers paid the mortgage on the DeMonte family home, lifting a financial burden. As his loved ones mourned the decorated officer's loss, they welcomed a miracle, the child he would never get to meet. So many families need your help. Please help America's heroes and their young families. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. 95 cents out of every dollar you donate goes to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Spring is the perfect time to make smart financial moves like getting life insurance to protect your family. Did you know that 46% of Americans expect to leave behind debt? Policy Genius Life Insurance can cover those debts like mortgages, credit cards, car loans, college costs. In our Smart Life segment, understand that life insurance gets pricier with age and work coverage may fall short. Policy Genius simplifies by comparing quotes from top companies and ensuring unbiased advice. Their award winning agents are ready to assist. 
So don't wait. Spring into action and secure your family's future. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 a year for $1 million of coverage. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes. That's policygenius.com. So joining us now from Washington is the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, almost 17 years in the House of Representatives, representing the Bakersfield District of California. So you're a busy guy. We really appreciate you taking time. Just today, Corinne Jean-Pierre called you a MAGA fanatic and uh, all of that. And the context was that uh, the budget hearings are coming up and um, there's some pressure on the Biden White House to at least make a compromise with Republicans to get a budget done. Let Walk me through the process. It, it looks like the last time you met with President Biden was February 1st. Is that true? That's true. On February 1st, I went to sit down with him. We're, we're talking about the debt ceiling. The budget is a whole different issue. The debt ceiling is, for your viewers, is like giving your child a credit card. They charged it all the way up. You hit the limit. You just raise the limit. You're responsible for paying what they charged on it. But do you just raise the limit or do you look at what they're spending before you do that. Now, America has hit their limit. We're at $31 trillion in debt. We've, we've never been this high with the percent of GDP. Our debt is so large, it's bigger than our economy, plus 20%. We've only been in this situation during World War II. I, and so and the real question- the reason, the reason I mentioned the budget is because you can't get a budget unless you guys agree on how much yeah. government spending is gonna go forward. And the trade, exactly. I understand, correct me if I'm wrong, is that you will raise uh, the debt limit in return for assurances that the next 10 years there will be a cap on spending. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. We will raise the debt limit. We need to raise the debt limit. But would you just raise the debt limit without looking how you're spending? No, I mean, no. We'll nobody watching yeah. this program. <laughs> nobody. Look, the Democratic Party will just spend into oblivion. That's what they do. And the Republican Party wants fiscal restraint. Voters can choose what they want. So you, you talked to Biden in person February 1st. No more meetings. Have you talked to him on the phone about it? No, he hasn't called me. Now, I've, I've run into him other times. Like the no, next that's all right. All right. I'm just, I just want yeah. the structure. If you want yeah. to get to Joe Biden, how does that happen? How does your people put you together? Who's controlling access to him in the White House? Well, you know, we've talked to, he's got representatives that uh, work for him and they just say they won't meet with us. So it's really awkward. In Can that you give situation. me a name? Is that Susan Rice saying that? Who's right? Who's saying? No, no, it's, it's not Susan Rice. It's uh, he's got representatives that come to the Capitol that are his ledge people. I've had my chief of staff talk to his people. And uh, I've told the president, I sat down with him at, we had St. Patrick's Day lunch. Um, I said, Mr. President, we should get together again. And he keeps telling me, like he saw me at the um, prayer breakfast the day after our first meeting, we're going to get together. He went to the Democrats' congressional retreat, and he says, I've got a meeting with Kevin. The only problem is he's never scheduled one with me. Well, he so doesn't I've been know. very open. <laughs> he doesn't know what meetings he has. With. All right. I don't want to, I, I disparaged him before you came on the air. Not in a personal way, but I don't think he's a good president. In fact, I think he's the second worst president in our history next to James Buchanan. Um, anyway, let's get into the uh, there are three House 
investigations that my vast audience are very interested in. Number one, do you follow these investigations yourself closely? Closely, but I don't manage them. I trust people. I believe in the Jim Collins, good to great. I find the okay, right. So you're, you're not right micromanaging seat. it, but you're in I touch. do not micromanage it. I okay. touch. We we keep in touch the chairs and we meet, but they make the decision. So the oversight committee is looking into Hunter Biden and the source of his income abroad and whether or not then Vice President Joe Biden got anything from that. Can you tell my audience who really needs to be updated? Yes. How far along is this investigation and what do you think of it? I think this investigation is going exactly correct. I give a lot of credit to the chairman, James Comer, and what he's going about doing in his own knowledge through the financial markets and through banking. He systematically, and and the frustration that some of your viewers will have is, They want information quickly. But one thing you always want to do when you're investigating something is making sure you're crossing the T's, dotting the I's. You're not jumping at something. You're actually looking and reassuring and testing, is this true? And just last week, and the real problem we have is the Treasury has fought us all along the way for us to get information. The way they treated when Democrats were in the majority, much different. So Comer just went down when they wouldn't give them some of the bank statements. He said, okay, I'll come to Treasury. You don't need to send them to me. And it's appalling that the more we're finding, and since we began this investigation, what we have found so far is more of Biden's family has been being paid. And what's very interesting you're finding is the foreign areas that this money has been coming from. And it's always coming to one entity, then going and paying the Biden family. So we're continuing to follow wherever the money takes us. And it... It might not be, get your answer tomorrow, but at the end of the day, we will follow it wherever it takes us and give the American public exactly what we find and the knowledge. All right. Well, let's, I'm glad to hear that because we, the people, deserve to know what exactly. the deuce is going on. The Judiciary Committee, uh, Jim Jordan, is after Alvin Bragg because he indicted former President Trump. So a judge ruled in favor of uh, Jordan and Bragg has to come to Washington to testify in front of the committee. Is that um, something that you are aware of? What is the direction of the questioning going to be? Do you know? Yes. Yeah, so I, I work with Jim Jordan closely. And what it is, is Alvin Bragg is using federal money. Now, we didn't say Alvin Bragg. We didn't subpoena Alvin Bragg to come in. We went and subpoenaed another individual who used to be a prosecutor with Alvin Bragg, left being a prosecutor, had written a book, and when we so, uh, so, you, so Bragg to isn't going to show up. It's the guy who wrote the book. His name is Columbo yeah. Palumbo, right? Palumbo yeah. is that his name? Yeah. Okay, so he's yeah, going to come in. But Alvin Bragg, but Alvin Bragg went out to block us from talking. To yeah, him. I know. This is a man that's but gone what on is the worthiness of wrote a book. What is the worthiness of Palumbo coming in who hates Trump? Well, this is the one. What you do in any investigation is you get all your information. And before you want to, what we're trying to find is how much federal dollars. What did they plan? Was this all political in the background? So what you're trying to find is all the facts that you can have before you get to the individual of where you want to So Bragg might be called down. I I would assume that he's going to happen. Now, the third one is the, the border and the oversight committee and homeland security. 
This is perhaps the most outrageous situation other than inflation in this whole country. 6.6 million migrants estimated to have entered the country under Biden's administration and record numbers of hard narcotics coming across the border as well. Mayorkas is an embarrassment. Every time he gets up there, he doesn't know he's this and that. It's hard to believe that the Biden administration would be this incompetent. But there's got to be a reason why they are allowing the narcotics and the migrants in. Do you know the reason? Look, I don't know the exact reason. I could speculate a lot, but that you're you're 100 percent right that this is the one of the most biggest problems we have because our border is not we don't have operational control of our border. I've been to almost every avenue of it, and each one is different depending upon what cartel controls it. If you go to Tucson, Arizona, well, this is the highest number percentage of Godaways. The people who come across, they wear the exact same thing because the Sinaloa cartels they have to pay. They wear camouflage outfits. They have rug on their shoes. It has the most Godaways because it's a vast, and you've got a border situation that we'd have balloons to go up to be able to monitor and see them, this administration has now cut them to try to lower their numbers. But yeah, these are not I, I individuals understand. who run up. But you don't it have any no why behind it. I, I just don't understand Look, it. Why would you do I, this? Why would you allow more Americans why? to die every single day? The fentanyl that's coming here. And Bill, this is what I think people really need to have to think about. You know, the fentanyl comes from China. And I had this discussion with the president on February 1st. I said, why don't you call President Xi and tell him to end this? and that you take real action about it. Because what they're doing is, it's the number one killer of people between the ages of 18 and 45. I want your viewers to think for a moment. What do you do between the ages of 18 and 45? This is when you reproduce. This is your most productive year in business. But this is also the age group that defends us in the military to defend our freedom. And they're destroying it. 300 people a day will die from this. Yeah, I today know. And but it, look, she is going to do sick. it. With, he, he doesn't care about that. It's Biden. But I will tell you this. Care. In the last administration, President Trump personally called Xi, and we found the chemicals got stopped. But now these cartels, they don't have to wait to have a budget negotiation to know where they're going to be funded. They're making billions of dollars. Sure. They're they controlling, they but they're controlling our southern border. Okay, and, let's shift that. And the that. president knows it. Yeah, but, but why is he allowing it? And we can't get an answer to that. I'm not asking you to speculate, by the way. I don't think yeah. that's a fair thing to do. But I'm on a jihad to find out why a president of the United States would allow this to happen. I still don't well, know. There's the, speculation the that he wants mass yeah. migration to you know, have voting patterns change in the United States as they changed in California, your home state. You know that well. Um, yep. That's the speculation. But let me get on to January 6th and the tape that you yes. released to Tucker Carlson. I'm an honest man. You know that I'm I shoot straight. I didn't get anything yes. out of that tape at all. I got nothing yeah. out of it. I got a bunch of political people screaming to me this and that. In hindsight, should you have done that differently? No, I think I think I did it right. And this is what we are doing. Right. So the Democrats told me there was like 14,000 hours of tape. Well, we find there's three, four times more than that. What I did, I didn't release the tape. I let Tucker's people come in and see it, just like I've allowed you to come in and see it. I gave, I gave a, um, a forward ability for those who are defendants to come see it. I'm of belief the more transparency you are, 
this, the more honest, but also the American people have a right to know this. So but they're they confused and make their own judgment. But Americans are well, confused. It's politicized like everything is. That's the yeah, problem. But it, was but it was politicized from the very beginning yes, it was. where Pelosi would not let. And so what I'm trying to do is take the politics out of it because I don't predetermine. Let people show and see what it is. All right. That's last what question. You continue to see. Yes. As Speaker of the House, do you have any role in the upcoming Republican primaries at all? I mean, do you speak to Trump and DeSantis and Nikki Haley and whoever's going to get in? I mean, what's your role in that primary system? I have no official role to pick and choose who should be the person. But as speaker and as individual who knows all, I talk to all of them all the time. I Look, they're out on the road. They're hearing feedback. I want to hear it. But I also want them to know what we're doing in the House from the same perspective. So, I, so there's no I favoritism. In the end, will you endorse? I mean, you know, after the debates and stuff, will you throw? I, th I, I mean, think I think there is a very good chance I can endorse, but I don't determine who's going to win or others. But I think I need to work with whoever is going to be our nominee. And I got to work. But with you may endorse before uh, the actual vote. Could, you might yes. say I'm the Speaker of the House yes. and I think this is the best person. You might do that. Yes. Yes. All right, I hope you come back here and tell us because we really like appreciate you. it. You know, I, I, and I'm not, I know how it works, and I've been doing this a long time. You didn't have to do this interview. And I just want my audience to know that I ran into you with the Super Bowl. We had a nice conversation. I had never met you before. And you said, hey, I'll, I'll come on to No Spin News. We'll kick it around. And you're a man of your word. You're a stand-up guy. I want everybody to know that. And I really appreciate your time, Mr. Speaker. Well, I appreciate you, and I look forward to coming back. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming, might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has a over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll 
also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's ARKseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. Arcseedkits.com. Out here in Nassau County, where I am, uh, the former county executive is Laura Curran, and she is a moderate Democrat, and I know that to be true. Uh, she does a, a show on WABC Radio, uh, Sundays, 4 p.m., and she joins us now from Baldwin, Long Island, on the South Shore. Okay, so, Laura, I'm, I didn't miscategorize you. You're, you're a moderate Democrat, right? Yes, yes, I'm very comfortable with that moniker, Bill. Okay, and, and you're that. surrounded by far left loons in New York, but it is frustrating. It is frustrating to see what's happening to my party, and I see that with our far left policies, uh, we're losing more and more races here on Long Island and actually around the state. Okay, because the state's a mess. That's why. Now, guns. So, if you were the emperor of America, no Congress, nothing. You're the emperor. You do what you want. How would you solve the gun problem? You know, as you laid out your common sense plan, I think that makes a lot of sense. And I think people are incredibly frustrated anytime we have a shooting, and it seems to be happening every other day. Now we have Bowdoin, Maine. We had Nashville, Louisville, uh, you know, Alabama, the Sweet 16. It becomes kind of performative, and everyone can predict what they're going to say on one side and what they're going to say on the other side. But meanwhile... People are dying. Families okay, are Okay, but what's your apart. solution, though? What would you do? You're the empress or emperor. I, if what would you do? I, well, I would look at the Constitution. I may be the empress, but I'm not going to overturn the Constitution and the Second Amendment. And people All do right. have a right to bear arms. And there are a lot of Democrats who like to hunt or whatever it may be. So there may be some silent Democrats who are afraid to say what they think about that. Uh, I think, I don't know why anyone needs an assault rifle to go hunting or even to protect themselves. I think that's something we have to take a really hard look at. Uh, I think training is a very good idea, what you just said. Training, uh, maybe a mental health scan, mental health, you know, if you have mental health problems, it should be a lot harder to get weapons, especially these weapons, weapons that can shoot, you know, hundreds of people in a very short period of time. And I think we also need to look at what's going on in our society right now. This is a bigger issue. Yeah, but you're not going to solve that. Even as empress, you're not going to solve bad parents and uh, terrible culture. You're not going to solve it. All right. So um, the reason yeah, that I, I want, the reason that I, and, and number one, if you live in rural Montana, for example, or Wyoming or any of the Western states where there's not a lot of people around, the police are proactive. They can't. Um, protect you. They have to um, respond. You know, having an AR or whatever in your home, I would have one because, you know, whether it's a bear or 18 guys on motorcycles coming on up your driveway, nobody's going to help you but yourself. And I don't want some pinheaded politician telling me I can't protect my family. All right. In New York City with eight and a half million people, it's a different story. So I want to let the states handle what the laws are about guns. And we have that now, primarily. So you can carry in Florida, you can carry in Texas. You can't carry in New York unless you jump through a thousand hoops 
And I understand that. Eight and a half million people crowded into a small space can't have everybody with guns. But the reason I want training for the heavier weapons is that delays the impulse purchase. You know, the guy in Louisville bought that AR, I think, two or three days ahead of when he went into the bank. You couldn't do that anywhere. Okay, Mm -hmm. you would have to Mm -hmm. get months of training so that the trainers could put an eye on you. All right. Could assess not only your physical ability to handle the weapon, but how you are behaving. You need to have that kind of scrutiny. But on the criminal uh, end, we have a terrible problem in New York that's That's being being downgraded by the governor and the mayor of New York City and Nadler, the congressman. I mean, like they're not real upset about all of the violence in New York City. I mean, every gang dope dealer has a gun and Bragg will let you out with no bail, even if you're found with an illegal gun. Yet Democrats vote for these people, Laura. Yes, uh, but in lower and lower numbers, if you see the turnout in some of these races, it is quite low. But what I'll say about, say, your plan, it's a very common sense plan. It makes a lot of sense. It's worth looking at. The problem is getting Congress, getting Republicans and Democrats together to come up with a common sense plan seems to be They're not going to do it. No, because because there are so many Republicans and conservatives that say, I don't want any limitations on guns at all. None. So a a conservative in South Carolina or they're not going to say what I just said. Well, let's be reasonable. And if you want to buy a heavier weapon, then you have to go through training that the state uh, mandates. And we take a look at you. There are a lot of people on the right that don't want any of that. And on the left, they don't want to hear about putting young black men in prison. And they're the most that's the biggest group using the weapons to kill people. Alabama, Alabama was African-American on African-American gang related. You know, you don't even hear the media reporting that they wouldn't even report it because the left is so against punishing minority criminals. And that's the truth. And it's a shame that in our political discourse right now, nuance gets lost. Like you talked about the difference between living in rural Montana and New York City. Uh, The other thing that you alluded to, Bill, is that you can have the best gun laws that God has ever made, that emperors or empresses have ever made. But people will circumvent those laws to get guns. And that's I don't know how we stop that. Just like the guy in Maine did. Just like the guy in Maine did. You you are never going to solve the gun problem in America, ever. But you can diminish it. Yeah, yes, absolutely. You know, I'm friends with a woman named Linda Beagle Shulman, a fellow Long Islander who lost her son in Parkland, who was a teacher down there. And she's so incredibly frustrated by the theater that happens on both sides. And in the meantime, what's happening? Families continue to be ripped apart. Schools have to completely redo their protocols. You know, police departments have to retrain their officers on how to respond to active shooters. This is this is a real fear that affects the entire country. Well, I'm, I hate to take a pessimistic view, but because of the stringent politics on both sides, I don't see it getting any better. Now, in New York State yesterday, the Board of Regents, which oversees the public school system, banned yeah. Yeah. mascot names, Indians, warriors, chiefs, Anything to do with Native Americans. If a school keeps the name, they don't get any state money. 
What do you think about that? Well, I think that's really problematic because you have locally elected school boards who are supposed to represent the will of the people in their districts and make policy based on that will. Of course, they have to abide by all the guidelines and regulations. But this is something that is is going to be, I think, very popular, uh, very unpopular, I should say, because people really identify strongly on Long Island and everywhere with their school sports teams. Um, And it's interesting because you have the Wontaw Warriors, which is a very generic name. But if it is in any way linked to a Native American culture yeah. or Native American history, is this just virtue? In your opinion, is this just virtue signaling? Is that what this is? Politically correct stuff? That's what I hear from a lot of people here on Long Island. That that you know we have significant problems in our schools. I mean, I think on Long Island we've got good schools, but generally, you know, we need help with our public schools. This is not going to move the needle. Help educate no, children. All this is is and, a bunch of gibberish uh, from the left wing uh, government. Say, politically, politically, this is another reason why a lot of moderate Democrats or independents are scratching their heads and saying, "Why? Why would I vote for a Democrat if these are the kinds?" But of they still do, Laura. They still do in Manhattan, in particular, not Manhattan, New York City. Final, final question. I wrote a book called Killing Crazy Horse, The Merciless Indian Wars in America. I did not get one letter. And we sent that book to leaders of, Af- of uh, Native American communities. We sent them to reservations because we, we wanted to get feedback from Native Americans about the book. It's a brutal book, very tough book on both sides. But it's absolutely 100% true. But I was waiting for the woke to attack the word Indian. In fact, in my publishing house, somebody actually did. Oh, you can't use the word Indian. I said, well, then you're not going to be able to publish a book because that's Mm. what it is. The Indian Wars. That's the historical term for it. And I'm not going to be woke and take the word Indian out of there. It's insane. But that's where we are. Thanks to your party, Laura. That's where we are, thanks to your party, because woke is 100 percent Democrat, 100 percent. I, I, I am concerned uh, the virtue signaling and a lot of people are wondering, look, I, I like you just mentioned, people are losing their income, inflation. We have serious problems uh, in our society. A lot of these uh, issues that are being pushed by the left of my party are not really solving those problems. And I think a lot of moderate Democrats feel intimidated to kind of go along or they're going to be yelled at on Twitter or by the activists. Yeah, they're afraid. Yeah, they're definitely afraid. And then you have Trump. They hate Trump so much that they still vote for the far left people because they hate Trump. So insane. So chaotic. All right, Laura, good to see you. Thanks for helping us out. We really appreciate it. We'll talk again. I hope. my pleasure. Thank you very much. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast, politics by 
faith. All right, Anheuser-Busch, another company in trouble. So the word is that they've lost $5 billion, Anheuser-Busch, in equity. I don't believe that number. I think it's much lower than that. But I can't calibrate um, how many people are stop, will stop buying Anheuser-Busch beer, Bud Light in particular. And it's all because they hired this uh, person, Dylan Mulvaney, uh, she's a trans person, um, and um, people said no, and it blew up, as you would think it would. So the CEO of Anheuser Bush, Brendan Whitworth, put out a statement. And it says, "Quote: We never intended to be part of a discussion that divides people. We are in the business of bringing people together over a beer." My time serving in this country, uh, Mr. Whitworth was a Marine, taught me the importance of accountability, the values upon which America was founded, freedom, hard work, respect for one another. As CEO of Anheuser-Busch, I'm focused on building and protecting our remarkable history and heritage, unquote. So this is damage control, obviously. Okay, this statement. And, and, you know, I can't even believe that a company with the resources that Anheuser-Busch have couldn't think this was going to happen. It isn't anti-trans sentiment. That's not what's happening here. Most Americans, and I firmly believe this, don't give a whit what adults do in this area. What they don't want is it rammed down their throats and they don't want children to see this, to be confused about gender. Parents, grandparents don't want that. That's what's happening here. But the woke will never get it. Saturday Night Live hired a non-binary person to be in their cast. Fine. But now SNL's on a jihad. Go. For some reason, there's something about the word trans that makes people forget the word kids. If you don't care about trans kids' lives, it means you don't care about frickin' kids' lives. That funny? That satirical? No. It's a screed. S-C-R-E-E-D. It's that woman with the absolute cooperation of NBC and Saturday Night Live given a lecture. Okay. But is that appropriate for Saturday Night Live? Is that what Saturday Night Live is? Give her her own show. Let her, let her do a talk show. Look, I'm the biggest advocate for anti-bullying. I taught high school. I saw the damage done by it. And I took action back then against the bullies. That should never happen. But that's what this should be concentrated on, bullying, not promoting a certain lifestyle, smart life. So the Nature Medicine Journal publishes a study. Stats are unbelievable, okay? 14 million people all over the world have diabetes now. And 37 million Americans, one in 10 of us, have diabetes. That doesn't make sense, does it? So, no, the 14 million are new cases. 
37 million, let's just stay in America, 37 million Americans have diabetes. You can lose your limbs. And it's all diet-driven. It's some heredity. And then they put out, she, we've been telling you this for years. This is what causes diabetes, bad diet. So, okay, muffins, cakes, crackers, pasta. Pasta turns to sugar. Sugar is bad, okay? Sodas, sweet tea, fruit drinks, lemonade, trans fats, butter, whole milk, cream, cheese, fried foods, hot dogs, bacon, deli meats. Now, the deli meats are the processed stuff, okay? So are you supposed to not eat it? You don't have to not eat that stuff. You just have to trim it down. Okay, moderation. I'm, look, I, got, I had high blood sugar, and I knocked it out by changing my diet. But I didn't knock everything out except bread. I only eat the sourdough bread now. The rest of the bread I don't eat. I eat more tuna, less processed meat, but I still use whole milk. I'm not crazy. But boom, my blood sugar went right down. So I don't want you to get diabetes because it's terrible. All right, here's the final thought of the day. In my message, I told you over the weekend, I was driving down from New England. A guy cut me off on the Mass Pike. He had a bumper sticker on his Honda, which said, religion, fake news. Now, I wasn't upset. I was inspired. So I've got a bumper sticker for you. Let's throw it on up on radio. It reads, atheism, nothing there. They will be available momentarily. We're making them as I speak. How can you get them? If you buy anything in our BillOReilly.com store, anything for mom, for dad, for yourself, the books, the Team Normal gear. Let's take a look at the Team Normal gear, which is fabulous. Okay. We'll send you two Atheism Nothing There bumper stickers. It's great. We have to fight back. Okay, we who know that religion's not bad unless it's abused. We gotta fight back. Come here, I don't let these guys get away. I'm not let that Honda driver get away with it. Slapping that. Atheism, nothing. It's funny. And it's true. You're atheist, you're blowing you anything. <laughs> you know. The little amoeba surfing in the ocean becomes a brontosaurus. Yeah, okay, Bill Maher. Sure. <laughs> Let's show the colors. Team Normal gear. We're Team Normal. And the bumper sticker. Atheism, nothing there. You buy anything. Two stickers on their way to you free of charge. Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News. And we'll see you again on Monday. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.